What's going on? What's happening? Oh, no, nothing. Nothing. Just chilling. Now, look, I, I was just sitting here laughing. I said, it's a damn shame. Now, I didn't interview, let's see, 20 ladies, twenty over 20 women, right? Okay, that's a lot. You're the first person that got to me the same day that I hit them up. <laughs> <laughs> and it took a man to do it. That's, See, that's people? I ain't got shit to do. See, people? And he's editing fucking footage. <laughs> this is men. Men, goddamn. I'm so fucking happy I got a man on this goddamn podcast. You just don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sitting here saying 300 fucking videos. Damn, nigga, this is almost as many as mine out this motherfucker, man. You have been rolling, bro. How long you been in this? Um, let me see. September of 2019. So I'm about to be on that two-year two year run, my brother. Man, brother, you have been on a strong two-year run. I'm sitting here seeing the names, the vids. Yo, I see you about to go to DMV in Vegas. I'm like, yo, man, for real, you, you doing some major shit, man. Trying. Real, trying. yeah, and, and this coming from a dude that been the business going on two decades. Yeah. I'm telling you, oh, telling you, nigga, dude, two decades, man. Well, bro, put it this way I started porn when there was it was on CDs, man, the DVDs, oh. man. Yeah, bro. You mean you mean the one you mean the one where it's all white and the title of the, the what's the name is inside is on the little center part? Yes, sir. That part? No, no, no. Look, 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 look. Even even more so, it like this, right? When Busted Baby Doll first started, I don't know if you know about that. Nah, I was probably in Jamaica them times. Was, yeah, I was see, oh, Jamaican. See, that's why you making the backs out because you're from Jamaica. See, I I, I peep Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 yeah. But look, let me do the schematics. Let me, let me do my users real quick, then we can get into this combo and this interview, all right? Sounds good to me. All right, how y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. I am your host, Kavanaugh the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. You want to see my porn? You want to listen to my music? You want to check out my social media? Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star and find all in one place. We're here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone that's trying to break into the business of doing podcasting. All you got to do is download it on your phone or go to anchor.fm, get a profile as a podcast and begin podcasting today. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today. Get yourself a profile in the app with people like-minded like yourself. Find events in your area and a whole lot more. So go to lsworld.com and get your kink on. We also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. Over 15 podcasts with black experience, discussing black experience in one place. And while you at GW District, did you know they got over a thousand black retailers? We're talking about fashion. Uh, ladies, you can get lingerie, beauty, health, whatever you name it. And you have a choice for over a thousand black retailers. And if you're a black retailer, you can get an account yourself. So go to shopgwdistrict.com today. Buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can build generational wealth. Now I'm about to shut the fuck up and I'm about to salute 
and let my nigga speak and tell who the fuck he is. Please talk. Uh, I'm just a uh, 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 humble servant of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am the one and only the black guy, as I introduce myself to everyone that's new. But mm-hmm. I go by Samaj, uh, Samaj Media, and Sir Hind. That is, I am, I am a one man band. Uh, that is just trying to uh, elevate the quality of porn. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm trying to get it to where, you know, to the movie side, to where it, the, all the visuals are very, uh, it's very appealing. So the content is there, always that's key. But I'm trying to step to the, the visuals. I'm trying to make sure you see, you know, when her pussy start, you know, shaking a little bit. You know, because she just mm-hmm. she just came from getting throbbing either with a toy or a big back cock or whatever the case may be. I want you to be able to see all of that. See, and, and you being a professional producer, okay, please explain to the people the difference between a professional producer shooting versus somebody's amateur. Okay. So they can get a clear picture. So I would say amateur is someone who... Uh, you can you can have an amateur company, and you can so amateur is more of it's filmed natural. It's, it's very mm-hmm. natural. It's not as uh, robotic or simulated. Mm-hmm. And I would say production wise, uh, that comes with more with money, and the overall look is different. You have lights and you may have a specific dialogue um the interactions might be different so mm-hmm. i would say people who like the quote-unquote authenticness mm-hmm. would say yeah yeah i like amateur stuff because yeah it looks more real but you can have a production full-blown production where it's very authentic yes the only thing that's different is it's well lit and it's, you know, filmed with a camera that probably costs, you know, between two thousand dollars up to sixty grand. Yeah. Just the camera, not the lens or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because see, that's the thing that I, I, I tell people: it could be amateur, but it still got to look gold. Yeah. Because the more professional it look, the more they're gonna want to buy it. Can you speak to that? Um. Yes. I um. It's. But you do, it's a 50-50, I would say. Um, okay. So you have people who like that um, that grungy look where it's, you know, super dark and you only can see where it's like the little flash from the light and you yeah. see <laughs> she getting choked out and her face is mm-hmm. down in the corner of the bed or something like that. It all plays on, you know, what the, per- the person is looking for, that escape. But, mm-hmm. um... But yeah, it, 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 it's a fine line to talk between, especially for me, um, coming for where I never started with a cell phone. I immediately mm. started with a whole uh, camera because I came from... I got to applaud you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue. I came from a world where, uh, well, I still do weddings. I still do music videos and all of that stuff. So oh, so you was a videographer before? Yeah, so I took okay, all of that 
technique and skills from the production side um, and just brought it over into porn. Mm -hmm. that's, that's all that I did. And then, you know, I got curious. I was like, okay, I can make money from doing this. That's cool. Okay, I might want to get in front of the camera a little bit. Okay. You know, I dabble a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. According to what they say, you know, you get your dick wet a little bit, but, you know, it's all yeah. Yeah, it's about money. Because a lot of times they think that us as male talent producers, we get in it and it's about the pussy. And I explain to them, my nut don't come till I get that sale. Shit. Fuck all that. It's about the money. Man, it, I don't even have to bust a nut for the sale. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, man, fuck that. Listen, I, I tell them, I tell every person that I shoot, listen, I said there's a dollar for everything. And mm -hmm. it's not just, I don't just shoot like the interaction of fucking or and titties and all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. I shoot, I tell everyone, listen, when you come through my door, I'm going to record you putting on your makeup. They want to, yeah. I want to give them that next, uh, uh, and that next um, wall, that fifth wall that I hear. Yeah. So you know, they want to see you outside of, you know, they love to see you get fucked and all that mm -hmm. shit, but. They want to see yo, how you look when you're putting on your makeup, you know, how you're getting excited, and, you know, about the scene, you know, if you're a little bit nervous because you never worked with this dick before or shit like mm -hmm. that. They want all of that. So I record the getting ready. I record the um, putting on the clothes, the taking off the clothes, the oil up. I record everything. I do a little twerk session here and there. I record it all. Mm. Yeah. And how did that help with the product? And your brand and and the stuff that you put out. Well, um, the, how it helps with the product is, I give them something uh, you know a, a, a bit more extra that they maybe they wanted and didn't know how to ask for it, or that they you know they they they, they wanted it. So mm -hmm. you know it's it's not like I said it's not just the the, the fucking or whatever. You do have some guys that. That's why they subscribe to OnlyFans because they want to be able to interact. They wanted that next mm -hmm. level of connection. So I'm what my job is to do is to give them that one next step visually. You know, mm -hmm. instead of just seeing her performing, how great she looks and all of that, you get mm -hmm. to see her prepping for it all. So and then see the finished product. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. The finished product <laughs> of her face or her ass all messy. Yep. Yes, most definitely. So, also, another thing I would love for you to speak upon because when you're a producer slash talent, your job is extra hard, in my opinion. Me being one, a fellow one. Not only do we have to fuck them on camera, we also got to give them that pre-care. Give them that attention that will make them feel better, loosen them up and relax and stuff like that. So, what's some of the things that you did to help Light the mood and make girls feel comfortable working with you before y'all shot. Um, I show my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I let them know they're not going to be the only one that's naked. No. Um, I like to have a conversation. I'm big on communication, even though I might suck at it. But, um, you know, like I, I always send out a, uh, a, a list of, you know, what I'm asking or what I'm looking to get at the end of the day and then you know i ask them hey 
what do you like? What are your limits? I always ask, what are your limits? Even throughout the message and once again when they step through the door. I always mm -hmm. try to make sure everyone is comfortable. I am a, I'm a jokingly guy. I, I always, I'm silly. Even if I have to take the L at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm always the life of the party person. Mm -hmm. So I try to make everyone as comfortable as possible because it is, you know, you are being vulnerable, you know, when you're giving yourself to, you know, another individual or you're opening yes. up for the camera to letting someone into your space. So, so my job is to just to put you at ease, um, getting to know me. I'm a very silly guy. Um, I hardly take anything serious unless, you know, you mm -hmm. hurt my feelings. <laughs> so, you ain't never lie. So you know, it's it, I always try to create a very warm environment. I always either, you know, have the AC on blast because you know, you know, sometimes they get hot and we're yeah. light and stuff like that. And you know, I have water and shit like that. So you know, it's all about you know being comfortable. No doubt. Now also. Because I always have guys that actually I get the business and all that good stuff. Can you speak to how guys should approach a female that's doing this business? Because a lot of guys don't understand in certain ways you approach them. So can you speak to that? Yes, I can speak to that. Um, I do offer consultations, so they can tap <laughs> into that market. <laughs> they can tap into that market. And it's not for free. Y'all got to come out of pocket. But um, I'm just I saying that. how I got into the game. Um, you know, I was, I watched porn. Mm -hmm. I, I was an avid porn watcher. Um, but uh, how I got into the game was um, I, before I got into porn, I was doing, you know, the weddings and all of that stuff. But mm -hmm. I tapped into the uh, BDSM lifestyle. So I had a sub who, uh, she was like, why don't you record our sessions? I was like, I don't want to handle sex tape. I want people to see my face and I'm out here spanking people and tying them up and thinking I'm weird. Mm -hmm. And then she saw a video that went viral on, no, she saw a video that was on Instagram. And she mm -hmm. was like, well, if you don't record us playing next time, I'm not coming back over here. So being the dominant in the relationship, I was mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to succumb to you. Three weeks go by, I'm having my my dominant cravings. So I called mm -hmm. her up and I started recording. Mm -hmm. Um. I gave her part of the footage and she posted it and it went viral on her side of, um, when she posted it. So mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, people like this. People like the, the spanking and they like to hear the, the, the moans and the, the um, hearing the, you know, the women come and how I talk to them. So I was mm -hmm. like, so I started doing that more and then that increased my clients to come in. So I would have guys listen, um, I want you to either fuck my wife or I want you to teach me how to tie them up and all of this stuff. And mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, I can make money from it. <clears throat> and getting booked on sessions. And then lo and behold, um, BDSM videos start going out. Then they were like, yo, you should do it more nude and all of that stuff. And then segue right into porn. Mm. See, that, that's how it happens for us. We fall into porn. We, we we don't look at somebody else's pockets and what they're posting and say, oh, they're making money. Well, I could do it too. No, we fall into it. That's how it is for men. Um, also, too, 
me when I got into the business, the one thing women have advantage of that they don't necessarily need a man to start this business. While us, we have to go through the trouble of finding a woman to do the business in a lot of cases. In most, in all cases, you know, period. So this is a two-part question here. You being a dom, how does that help with your business? And two, what type of females you look to look look at, what personality traits, what have you look at that would be a good fit for the type of scenes and work that you do in this business? Um Repeat the first part for me. Uh, the first part is you being a dumb, how does this help in the business? Well, it helps me as far um, talent-wise. So mm-hmm. um, I do a specific part. I'm not just, you know, interaction just through penetration. So mm-hmm. that dominant side, I get to um, incorporate that into the scene. Mm-hmm. So it's So it's me expressing how I genuinely feel and it being recorded, mm-hmm. that makes the scene looks good for me. Mm-hmm. All right, part two. And then part two is, which damn, I almost forgot the part two. <laughs> uh, the part two is what characteristics do you look for in a female co-star to work with? I look for the ones that are genuinely, they have that submissive look. And mm-hmm. in addition to that, I do look for the ones that um, I can pr- push their buttons. I am, I'm sadistic as fuck and I try to push all your fucking buttons. You are a true dog. That's why I always ask for limits. What are your limits? And Anytime they be like, hey, this is in my yellow zone, and I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I fuck around with the greens, and then I come to the yellow, and then I'm like, how much more can I push you without mm-hmm. crossing that threshold of where you're uncomfortable or you don't feel safe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it all depends on how they look. So it goes by profile. So it's mm-hmm. the kind of pictures that they post, um, whether it is through positions or you know, a lot of them, they do uh, like an innocent face or they have on, uh, they do pet plays with the bunny mm-hmm. ears and the tails and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I see that they have a, uh, uh, that they are a functioning part of the uh, BDSM community, yes, I feel more at ease, you know, pushing their boundaries and jumping off with them at a, you know, going like 50%. Now, mm-hmm. they're they're just doing like the little Instagram pictures and all of that stuff. And, you know, I reach them and say, hey, what are your thoughts on BDSM? What's that? I said, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, I've, I've watched that movie. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I've always thought about it. And that's when the the, the, um, the, 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 the evil... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Once they said that they have that urge to dabble into it, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. I love the vanillas. I fucking love the vanillas. Yes. The, 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 I call them the, the lifestyle virgins. <laughs> because they have no clue and, and you break them in. Oh my gosh. The breaking in. Ooh. Oh, I love the training. That's the that, that's the best part. The best part. Do you have a bow? Your subs? Do you have your bow? Do you have your subs bow? 
Um, I do, but not um, not on their knees towards my feet. Um, do okay. not worship me, um, mm-hmm. but you do show respect. So you bend at the either the waist or the the neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yeah, me, you had to chop it up more often, bro. <laughs> Cause, 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 we we kind of think alike on that. So now, on the um, being a male talent, we always you always hear the hardest part for us is to keep our dick hard. And a lot of guys, when they look at us, they think that it's easy. Can you speak to the difficulties of being a male talent, especially when you're working on camera? Um. So I like to tell people that are trying to get in. It's way different when, you know, you either you're having sex with a girl that you are freaking with or, you know, a girl that you just pull off the street. It's mm-hmm. very different. When them lights hit, uh, when you have to perform for a certain amount of time in a certain amount of position, it's more robotic now and not just going with the vibe. Yes. Um, Know that it's always a business, never personal, which, like mm-hmm. I tell you, I always get in my feelings, but it's it's a business. And it's not just, hey, there's a camera recording. There's a guy with a camera. He's literally two inches away from your ass, or he's under your ass, catching yeah. penetration. And then on top of that, there's the makeup artist that's on set, too, and the other people that are around, you know, around in, in the same room. Granted, mm-hmm. when I do my events, it's typically just me and the talents in the room because... Yes, I do mine. Yeah, it's it's typically that on a smaller side, but you know, it's still lights and then you do know that you have to perform. Um, but for me, and then, you know, it, I do get nervous when I'm working with a, like a larger name, you know, people mm-hmm. that you've seen and when I get those opportunities to work with a bigger star, it's like, you know, that starstruck happened, but I ain't gonna hold you, bro. <laughs> I, oh, I no. got a secret weapon that I take within an hour before a scene, man. Mm. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Because, because see, that's the thing I, I tell guys, because I tell my dudes, male talents, it's okay to get the blue chew. It's okay to smoke a blunt before. Because your thing is you have to stay hard and you have to keep it up and you have to be able depend upon how you shoot, how many times you shoot pop multiple times, you know, period. And um, even to the point that even if a dude pop quick, you got to be able to get it back up to finish the scene because we can always put the shit at the end. It's called editing, you know, period. Yeah. So can you speak to when you see male talents that react when they come quick. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's an ego bruiser. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's a, it's definitely ego bruiser. Because, um, you know, it's either you're, you know, as we, when we grow up, we always talk shit, talking about, yeah, I can go all night long. Uh, I'm not shorty girl. I'm going to pound that pussy out. She's going to call me daddy and this and the third. And when you dive in, you got some of these ladies that, you know, this is, you know, they got yes. control and, you know, you know they, they yeah. squeeze you one time and you be like, oh, and your knees get weak and you you pop. You yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, 
you have to know your body. Know yeah. how your body reacts and, you know, practice. It's all about practice. It's a performing. Yeah. That's why they're called porn stars. It's not, it's acting. They yeah. put on a performance. It's a show. So, yeah. just like in the regular movies, you do have to take multiple takes. You don't yeah. get it right the first time, but at the end of the day, you have to put on a performance um, that at the end of the day, when it's all put together, it is something that the fans will enjoy. Mm. Now, like I said, you talk about the professionalism, and I see that you brand yourself. Please speak, in, speak to branding your thought process when you went into trying to figure out how I, what What's Shamaj going to bring to this business? Um, I look at it from what I have to offer. Who am I and what I have to offer? So I would say my biggest thing is my BBC, which is mm-hmm. my big black camera. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I bring to the table. That's, that's what I bring to the industry, my camera skills, the, the, the mm-hmm. look and the visual. And then I also bring Dick, but mm-hmm. um, that's that. That's where Samaj comes in. Who am I? Yeah. What do I have to offer? You do have guys who they have a certain look that they are built as fuck. That's what mm-hmm. you offer to the. You offer the the the, the um. I would say the the, the top model visual look. That's what you mm-hmm. bring, and that's what you make your brand. So mm-hmm. my brand is. Anytime you step on set with Samaj Media or Samaj or Sir Hines, it is going to look A1. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's going to look A1. High HD, 4K, it's going to look amazing. It's now not shaky anymore because I now use a gimbal and stuff like that. So the, the production value is always going up year by year. Uh, I would say month by month because mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit more um, uh, revenue through my uh, <laughs> endeavors. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's what Samaj Media is all about: the visuals, the oh, yeah. A one quality at the end of the day. And, and I must admit, yes, you have killer quality, my brother. <laughs> you have killer quality. I can see that the background of you being in media prior to this really helped you out big time because yep. you because i can see you have an eye i i can see that you know what i'm saying I from looking at video. I got two yeah eyes from nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but um the thing that uh i also wanted you to speak upon was also the prep of the scene the editing and the marketing behind it as well as the promotion how much time we have to put into it, thought in the whole nine. Okay, so let's say um, we have a scene that, um, let's say we have from the girl walks in, the girl walks in at 12. Um, mm-hmm. If it takes us, let's say, uh, three hours from start till the end, from her walking in through the door, and Mm -hmm. then the end of the record is three hours. 
Um, actual filming time might be 45 minutes. And then from that, you have maybe, so you have 45 minutes of recorded content. You bring that over to your computer, transfer time takes about maybe 30 minutes. Then from there, you have to load in all of your, um, load in the footage into your program, and then uh, you sit there and watch for 45 minutes. You have to sit there and rewatch everything. Then in addition to that, you have to cut and splice out. So that 45 minutes that you have to first watch it, then edit in that 45 minutes down to 20 minutes it's going to take you another two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And then your computer, depending on how specked out it is, that 20-minute video is going to take about an hour to two and a half hours if, you're, if you have a great computer and how you're processing it to get done. Then it's going to take you about 30 minutes to upload it to OnlyFans. It's going to take you about 10 minutes to upload it to Minivids. And then it's going to... So literally that... 20-minute video that you, you know, you're about to upload and try to hopefully, you know, sell for 20, 30 bucks and then people are going to complain about, it literally took you almost six hours to get done. And that's one video. Yeah, that's serious. <clears throat> Trust me, I know. So a 20-minute video that you, it, it, it could be from production time, it's about six hours. So yeah. for a 20 minute video, it's, it's fucking crazy. And then you turn around and say, hey, you're asking 20 to $30 for a six hour production time uh, uh, film. You know, people are going to complain about it and whatnot. But, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got to go promote that sucker. Oh, shit. Oh, the marketing behind that. Oh, no. Yeah. So marketing, uh, you gotta tag, 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 tag. Come up with creative catch line, and then you gotta make sure that you uh, splice out the best bits of the the scene, the the catchy part where you know her leg gave out when he you know dropped the dick off a little bit too far down her leg, and then she hollered out all of that shit. Yeah, and then you gotta put that out, and you be like, oh, big dick. Causes MILF to quiver and scream out, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then you got to wait for that to circulate and her to tag it and all of that stuff. And then, mm-hmm. it, it, like I it's said, a lot. You, have shoot, you have to shoot for the end game. So don't just go into start filming all willy-nilly. Have, hey, this is what I want it to be. I want it to be... Um, a petite girl gets hammered by a BBC or a BBW scarves down uh, the BBC and all of that stuff. You have to have yeah. to make sure know the market. And if you're trying to reach out into a different marketing space, um, yeah, just plan for it and then get the right pieces that are going to help you execute your vision. Yeah. Now, I know I wanted to ask you. And I'm about to give you a good question. This is why the reason why I call this show Smoke This Over. <laughs> Speak to the fact of this. Us as men, we have to come in as a company. We have to come in treating this as a business from day one versus to how women have to come in and treat it. 
please speak upon that from your experience and from you doing this. And please tell our viewers why we have to be that way walking in. Um, we have to do it different because, one, you do have the fans that are just coming in to try to get some pussy. It might not be a fan. It's just a regular Joe Schmo that's trying to get some pussy. And it, it does suck for the women who are constantly bombarded with that. But it also sucks for the guys who are genuinely trying to get into the business. Because it's mm-hmm. a business. Mm-hmm. If, if you just enjoy the, the, the lifestyle of fucking, then you join a lifestyle group. Mm-hmm. Your own lifestyle, but if you're trying to get into porn, porn is a business of sexual acts. They don't have to always be fucking and all that, but it's just sexual acts. And we have to come in business wise to and hoping that the the girl or the next company or whichever avenue that we see that we were trying to venture through will see it and accept that, hey, I am serious about this. This is what I'm looking to gain from our interaction. And that they receive it well. Because if they they don't feel comfortable that it's not a business, then, you know, you're still stuck with your phone in your hand or you're sitting right by your computer. You're not moving anywhere. So you always have to be very professional in trying to, in any avenue that you're trying to go through to get into this business or navigate while you're in this business because mm-hmm. I'm still here and I've shot with over 200 different female talents and about maybe 75 different guys and I'm still having pushback and trying to continue moving forward to work with new people um, even why are you getting pushback? Um, why are you getting pushback? Because the industry is like high school. It, mm-hmm. it, it, we, I wish it was super professional, and it was, <laughs> you know, Lord knows, I know. But uh, it's like fucking high school. Yeah, it's, it's who you know, and um, if a group of people don't like you, or you got this one hater, they'll spread one fucking rumor and. By the time that rumor is already circulated, it's been almost two weeks before you even hear it. And then nobody tries to vet to see if it's actually true or not. They just take that shit and run with it. And they'll, you know, use anything. Oh, yeah, um, Samaj is always emotional because he, he was on the podcast. I say, you know, he, he don't take it. He, he always in his feelings. So. How the fuck do you try to work with a, a producer who's always in his feelings? And, you know, then they take that and they run with it and spin a different story. Yeah, because, I mean, even from my experiences, and understand the story that you're telling, I can go all the way back to 2006 on that one, buddy. <laughs> because that's one thing that I've noticed amongst the mid-level male producers is the hate and the competition. And it really makes no sense. Why is there? To me. Have you ran into any of that? Uh, yeah. I, I just, um, I have reached out You ain't got to say no name, brother. I have reached out to, um, a couple of people and, mm-hmm. um, one person was like, hey, um, 
can't fuck with you because I got people that are coming to the house that don't fuck with you and you know you can't come and then I mm-hmm. asked her what was the issue oh I can't tell you what the issue is then, I hate that then you know you don't want to see better for that person then if you know you can't mm-hmm. tell me what the fuck I'm doing wrong if if you said that I was like almost like little bro and you're you know you you happy to see because uh, I'm a one man band mm-hmm. and you know, if you if you're happy to see a one man band coming into the industry and getting as far as I am, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, you can't tell me what I'm doing wrong." What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's stu- stupid. And then, like, when you reach out to someone and you know you tell them, you know, this is what you're looking for, and then they look at you and then be like, "Oh, you don't have the clout to work with me, so you have mm. to pay me," and then mm. and, the, and then you know, two days later, they look at all the people that I work with and be like, oh, so he's not a clout person. He's just a genuine dope-ass person, creates dope visual. You come back to him and then say, oh, yeah, can you shoot some... Now you can shoot some stuff for me. So now Mm -hmm. it it takes, hey, I have to see and see how I can benefit from this way before when I had reached out in the beginning. So it's like, I understand yeah. that, you know, you don't always jump to work with brand new people that you've never worked with. You have to sit there and vet them, but don't um, give them an answer before you did all your research. Yeah. Oh, that, I've, that, I've been through that. That, that, back, that backpedaling, it, it, that's the, where I kind of have the issue. Yes, I, I've been through for sure, because it'd it be like, They'll sit there and say, nah, they, they say some real slick shit. And some of these ladies be really saying some slick shit. Yeah. I be like, damn, you don't even know me. Yeah. Do you hate me with them words? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And then they come back and be like, oh, 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 I saw you shot with this person. and that uh, We can work together. But it's kind of like, to me, when you already did that, you turned me off already. Because now I really don't want to work with you because I see you're going to be a headache. That's how I just move. <laughs> and it's shitty. Just like I said, it's high school. Mm-hmm. It's fucking high school. Um, how can I? How can I gain more from you than you're gonna gain from me? Yeah. Not how can we, uh, you know, take some steps together in the in a forward direction? Is okay. So you're gonna make. You're gonna take ten steps forward, but I'm only gonna make five. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. So you're gonna stay in the same spot because yeah. you don't want the person to allegedly. And they're sometimes they think you're trying to get over on them, but I'm like, listen, I gotta tell you, I bring a certain thing towards the table, so I put that forward. Mm-hmm. I bring my camera to the table. Can you benefit from it? Yes. Can you not benefit from it? No. Then if it's a no, then hey, it wasn't meant to be. Keep it pushing. But don't, yeah. you know, like, wait for, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you shot with this person. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can see where it's beneficial. Yeah. It's like, okay, because he got cachet and because he got names on his thing, I want to be beside those names. So, yeah, I'll shoot with him. Not based off of that you do great work. Not based off of the fact that you are a great male talent. No, it's just because the girls that you fucked. <laughs> That's what we deal with, people. Now you understand why I tell people. 
being a male time in this business is way harder than the females will ever have to deal with because we got to go through more shit. And that's just being real. I wouldn't say more shit. I would definitely say we have, we all have our different issues that we go through, but I would say it seems like it's more on the guy side because we always get the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Because a girl can say, hey, I don't want to shoot with this, either this race of people or this kind of guy or whatever the case may be. And it's kind of okay. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's her body. She has the right to accept, you know, who she wants to shoot with or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then if a guy turns around and say, yo, I don't sure want to shoot with any white girls. I don't want to shoot with any skinny girls or any BBW. Then that group that is, I would say, discriminate or, you know, you know, they don't want to work with feels mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. no longer personal preference at that point. It's just, hey, I feel attacked. <laughs> Why you don't want to work with a person that I can identify with? And, you know, like, I reached out to this one, um, this one girl's, um, and she was like, oh, contact my manager. And I was like, okay, cool, I can do that. So I reached out to the manager, and then he said that, oh, she doesn't do interracial. Oh, but I have these other girls that were shooting in a racial. And I was like, okay, I get that. And I took that on the chin and I was like, yeah, I, I get that. She don't shoot in a racial. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. But then if I were to say, oh, you know what? Ah, I don't even want to shoot um, skinny black girls with no tattoos and all of that stuff. Then you're going to hear that Samaj is this, Samaj is that. Oh, Your Twitter blowing that. up with mentions. Your yeah, DM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we catch it rough, man. We we catch it rough being men. But I but that why I tell that why I always tell any guy that's in this business, we have longevity because of it. Um, because we have to endure certain things that Female talent does not necessarily have to worry about enduring. We okay. have to tread lighter in ways that females don't have to. Yep. You know, to way more money than yeah, guys. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. The guy, the girl can be paid fifteen hundred dollars for a scene, mm. and then in the same breath, depending on, I would say, it all depends on the person too. But mm-hmm. let's say the girl. Uh, the scene she gets paid fifteen hundred dollars. The guy maybe be able to get four hundred dollars for the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they both put in the same amount of work and all of that stuff. But and then when it goes out, and, and and actually he has to stay hard. That's the whole key to this whole scene. If he don't stay hard, she don't get paid. Oh, oh shit, that's too. See, so so to me, that's why I say men we catch the the, the shitty end of the stick. Because we got to do the hardest work because our dick got to stay up. She don't get paid unless it does. That's how I, I mean, that, that, that for my experiences. That is true. That is true. That, that, I can agree with that part. Because even to the point, like, I remember seeing the girl tweeted, seemed like nobody would come to wherever she was to come shoot with her. And I was like, well, I was thinking to myself, well, you don't have a camera. You ain't going to give them a place to stay. You ain't gonna buy him nothing to eat, <laughs> and you probably and he got to bring his equipment 
take the risk of it being damaged, and some of our equipment cost. Oh, oh. I, I, the camera alone. I don't want to discuss the lights. Some of it costs money. Well, it costs probably like two dollars. Some of it is cost like two dollars. About five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars. You right. Five dollars. We 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 can get it at the dollar store. It it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> but that is. But that why I said. That why I tell. When we always hear women, and it's not to be facetious to women that listen to this, when they say they're not getting equality out, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to workforce all that, that's why I tell them, become a porn star. You'll have no complaints. The men got way more to complain about than the women, and that is being fucking honest. Like it or love it. <laughs> so, but shoot, but that's the reason why I wanted a man, to, to a male talent to come on this show, and I want more of them. So we can tell our experiences because we always hear the female experience. We never hear the guy's experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're right. You're definitely right. Um, uh, like I said about the whole, um, you know, preference, uh, shooting preference or whatnot. Um, yeah. It was another male uh, producer that he put it out there and it got maybe three likes when he put it out there. And no one responded. But a couple of days before, another girl was like, okay, why are people getting mad when I say I don't want to work with this group of people? And then you had like a whole bunch of different girls and their fans was like, oh, they shouldn't be mad. The um, it's your body. You shouldn't, you should never be pressured mm-hmm. to work with any, and which is true. You should never be put into a situation that you are uncomfortable with. Whether true. it is uh, the person that you're shooting with, the environment, or whatever led up to that circumstance. You should never do anything that you're uncomfortable with. So, you know, I would never say for someone, oh, yeah, you know, it's okay. Just, you know, just shoot with this person, you know, just because, you know, you want everything to be run over smooth and tiptoe around it. But, yeah, um, it's, it's a different, it's, it's different, man. It's way fucking different, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So I want to say thank you because this is what I've been waiting for to get me a man on this damn podcast. I talked to enough women. I need to get a male perspective when it comes to porn. So I want to say thank you. I am blessed for you to come through. I would love to bring you back for another episode for sure. I'm here for it. For sure. So go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at my house in front of my computer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, this is this is why I always tell people: um, working with me or being around me is it's never you know panties in a bunch or no. in a bunch. It's it's always a good time. But um, yes. you can find me on many vids at Samaj Media XXX. So that's triple X because you know I film porn. And then you can find me on OnlyFans at Samaj Media VIP or Samaj Media Free. And you can find me on Twitter at Samaj Media. And it's most, most definitely, most definitely. So I'm about to close this show out. Hold up before you uh, click out. You know what I'm saying? So life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming by, Samaj. No problem, brother. All right.